guest on the show today. We're having a we're having a nice um, maybe as a start to 2024 uh, a dive into the art world, the art space uh, in and around Calgary. Uh, in the last hour of the show, we were looking at some new exhibitions opening up at the White Museum in Banff. Um, but now we've got uh, familiar friends back. Uh, to look at uh, what's opening tomorrow, Friday, at the Esker Foundation in Inglewood. Uh, joining me now is Shauna Thompson, the uh, curator there. Uh, good morning, Shauna. How are you doing? Good morning, Peter. I'm doing well. How are you? Very good. Uh, holding it together here, uh, blocking out blocking out all the leaf blowers uh, storming around campus, making a oh, ruckus. Yeah. That. What do we do about the leaf blowers? Uh, well, you guys have been, I think, very hard at work because I don't recall a time when there's been so many new uh, exhibitions um, all opening at once and they all look uh, so good and all so um, kind of interconnected in very interesting ways. Um, but maybe let's start with um, the the opening event, which is, uh, I believe, happening tomorrow at the gallery Uh located in Inglewood, uh, 1011 9th Ave Southeast. Um, tell us about uh, a little bit about this event and what's going down. Yeah, so it's uh, we do three of these a year, so it's a big party. Um, tomorrow night from 6 to 9 p.m. Everybody's welcome. It's free. You just show up. We have a big celebration. There's food. There's a bar. You get to see all the new exhibitions, all sparkly and fresh. So, yeah, we're hoping, I mean, I'm not sure what the weather's supposed to be like. We're hoping people will come and brave the cold and hang out with us and bring in 2024 together. I think it's probably a good after last weekend, which was the weekend of like, don't go anywhere <laughs> yeah. if you don't have to. I think this weekend is is going to be a lot more manageable and maybe a lot of more people looking to um, to get out of the house. Um Maybe we can start with the the first exhibition, uh, Tropicana, because uh, I believe this is the first youth focused uh, show that you've done at the gallery. Um, yeah. Tell us about a little bit what's what's going on here. Yeah, we're super excited about this. Um, so this is an exhibition by Juan Ortiz Epqui, who is a Costa Rican, uh, Montreal-based artist. And this is actually a touring exhibition from a gallery in Montreal called Vox Contemporary Image Center. And it's unusual because it is an exhibition that's designed specifically for children and youth ages 6 to 14. Um, and yeah, we were really interested in taking this show because we haven't really done anything like this before, but we have a really robust um, public programming side of our, our activities that really kind of focuses on children and youth. So it makes a ton of sense in terms of what we're interested in, but it's really an exhibition that's uh, about how things, objects are marketed to you as a young person. It's looking a lot uh, at the kind of traditional language of advertising, as well as sort of more recent online genres like unboxing videos or ASMR videos. So there will definitely be kind of a visual language that I think young people will be familiar with. Um, but there are interactive components. There are activities and materials for families uh, and children and youth to kind of dive into the material in different ways. Um, and all of those activities are available in English, French, and Spanish, which we're really excited very about. Cool. It's a very lush, colorful, sensory kind of experience. So, yeah, we're really excited to see how people feel about it. I feel... Um like as a child of the 80s where TV shows were made specifically to market toys mm. to uh, children. Um, 
consumerism is almost just being like uh, something that's being uh, hammered on us uh, since day one. I guess you were mentioning some of the hands-on stuff and these un- unboxing videos, but I guess yeah, what does that sort of landscape look like today? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really about, I think, I mean, you know, not being a terribly young person myself, I, but I observe sort of my nephews and people around me really getting into, you know, more than the kind of uh, like Mattel Hasbro, like Ninja Turtle kind of shows, you know, really in YouTube and really kind of following influencers and seeing what they're getting, you know, what they're get, being sent and what they're buying and um, I was reading an article uh, recently about how Sephora is turning into a store for very, very young people. And it's like partly, you know, it's just like the... The, the makeup the store. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, the, the, the prevalence of beauty influencers is just like tapping into younger and younger people. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just like it's more... I mean, for me, I never even really thought of an unboxing video as being a kind of marketing or advertising, but it is, of course. And it's really about tapping into this desire of going through the process of, you know, having the thing. Um, It's not even so much about the thing, but the process of having the thing or getting the thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this idea of a video with hands opening boxes and manipulating items in certain ways, like that is actually a kind of marketing, which is really interesting and a little bit insidious, I think. Very interesting. And I guess that maybe takes us to Lucia Harrow's uh, exhibition oh. that you have here. It feels like a little bit of the Andy Warhol pop art tactics, but with definitely diving into other dimensions here. Can you tell us a little bit what, what's going on with this one? Yeah, so Lucia Hero, um, the exhibition is called Carotos y Ayores. I probably completely butchered that, but <laughs> it's basically it translates in English to odds and ends. And she's really looking at things that we might take for granted that are in the world around us and how those things might connect to sort of larger networks um, that may be invisible or partially invisible. She's thinking specifically about food production. And so she's created these really amazing sculptures that are, you know, really large in scale. They're kind of, um, they're very, very tactile seeming. They're textile based sculptures, so fabric and foam. And she's really looking at a lot of things that you would find sort of in kitchen environments. Um, she's looking at the process of takeout food and kind of inflating these objects like a like a um, a foil pan of, uh, I don't know, rice and beans that you might order from, uh, you know, a local uh, restaurant. And she's kind of inflating them and making them monumental. And really, I think, kind of asking us to think about how did those things kind of come to be in front of you. Like there's a whole network of food production, of line cooks, of delivery people. So she's kind of pulled these sculptures together to really gesture to how, I guess, kind of big a deal and how prevalent these things are around us that take for granted. And she's coming at it from a very specific point of view. She's based in New York. Um, she is uh, Dominican American. So there's a lot of really culturally specific references to that. But I think it applies to all of us. Like we really take for granted how many people, how much labor, you know, how much is in the networks behind the foods and the things mm-hmm. that we consume every day. Is that part of the uh, the inspiration behind putting the uh, the Las Melas takeout menu, this uh, <laughs> Spanish American uh, takeout place from New York, on the cover of the program? I I, I feel yeah. like is that is that tied into this exhibition? 
Or... Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we were looking, I mean, we always look at all of the amazing images that artists provide us, you know, in connection to their show. And we think about, you know, the material that we're putting out into the world. So we always make this print brochure, which has all the information about all of our exhibitions and programs and everything. And we had this really great um <laughs> giant menu piece that is in this exhibition we thought like wouldn't it be really funny if our brochure looked like a menu <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's this thing that you pick up and you kind of have and you know maybe it's like in a drawer somewhere and you kind of you know pull it out every once in a while it's just, or it's yeah, on the fridge some... in a in a house yeah. oh, well and i mean you could almost have um entire like talks or uh like uh it documentary pieces about the the graphic design behind uh small businesses and small restaurants and things and and how culture that changes also over like cultural uh boundaries yeah yeah we were talking about that too like that very specific you know like the kind of almost collage looking like food photography i love when you go into a, a restaurant and there's kind of like the menu above the counter with all the pictures and it's but it's the kind of like fluorescent backlit so the colors are all kind of weird and greenish and it's sort of like it's such a visual language of these kind of small restaurants and mm-hmm. you know takeout places possibly you know. timed very well with the uh the plastic the one-time plastics ban that's uh, right. going down it's maybe yeah. also a little bit of a farewell <laughs> hopefully yeah. goodbye styrofoam containers <laughs> uh we've got a parting gift for quarantine blues of course there's been all sorts of um sort of uh pandemic projects that have come out um this one uh, some very, I guess, visually lush <laughs> photography, oh, yeah. very, very um, extensively produced scenes. Can you sort of give us the tip of the iceberg on this one? For sure. Yeah, I'd say like all of these exhibitions are going to be very lush and colorful and immersive. And if you're a person who loves to take selfies in a gallery, come on down because there's mm-hmm. going to be a ton of spots for you to do that. But this show is uh, by Leonard Surajaya, who is, um, he's based in Chicago. Um, he comes from a Chinese Indonesian family and he's, um, his background in theater actually, but he is practicing in photography and he makes these really dense, really lush, fantastical images that is really looking at color and pattern using everyday objects and the people he's close to, to kind of make these metaphorical portraits of them, um, and their relationship to him and sort of like drawing out, um, I think like his connection to, um, you know, his family and culture in Indonesia as he is sort of going through the process of becoming a U.S. citizen. Um, But there are these really, really dense portraits of people um, surrounded by the things around them. And this exhibition brings together two bodies of work called Parting Gift and uh, Quarantine Blues. So hence the title Parting Gift for Quarantine Blues. Mm. Um, So, yeah, Parting Gift was... uh, uh, a series of works that he was taking um, are photos he was taking of his family, thinking about that kind of shift from, you know, sort of, I guess, renouncing his Indonesian um, passport as he's uh, going for his U.S. citizenship. So just thinking about the kind of fraught dynamics of his family and, you know, what is home and how do you connect to home through people and things. And then Quarantine Blues was a series he made during the lockdown, the COVID lockdown in Chicago. So it's really a lot of portraits about uh, of his friends and sort of, you know, how did you cope? What were the things that you had around you during that time? So you'll see a lot of a lot of familiar things that we might hope to kind of forget, like, cleaning bottles and you know masks and gloves and things like that but they're 
totally beautiful images. I think people are really going to love them. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of packaging and and um, mm-hmm. products that I, I guess will probably be sort of markers of this time. There'll be just like mm-hmm. a layer in the landfill where it will be like, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, <laughs> and if you're you've ever if you're ever guilty of staging a photo, this. Uh, this, these these photos will really um, uh, put any of your attempts previously to shame. Oh, um, they're incredible! <laughs> like they're actually he. What I didn't realize is that he does very very little post production. So everything you see in the image is all in real life. It's all composed in camera. So it's really incredible. It's the theater background. Very cool. Oh, that and, and that was the other interesting part about that one too. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, uh, from or had worked previously in theater. Yeah. Uh, the the maybe the last exhibition here, uh, Edelwiss, which maybe some people in Calgary recognize as the name of a street. Um, I thought was very interesting because it's it's not uh, necessarily a static uh, exhibit. It, it mm-hmm. it's going to be changing as the show progresses. Yeah. So this is an exhibition by Rhonda Wepler and Trevor Mahoski, who are based in Toronto and New York. Um, But Trevor was actually originally from Calgary. He was raised here. And so this project is really about that. And I think this exhibition is going to be really lush in a very different way. I think it'll be, especially at the beginning, you're going to walk into this completely room uh, and be really enveloped in this kind of otherworldly space. But basically, um, they've been doing this project for a number of years where they make these really dreamy kind of um, ghostly lantern buildings that they fill with individual handmade lanterns. So this is a, basically we have this impossibly black shed in this very dark room in the gallery and they will be making uh, kind of traditionally made lanterns using wax, mulberry paper and wire over the course of the exhibition. And they're all going to be modeled off of objects that are found in Trevor's parents' house, which is here in Calgary on Edelweiss Road. Um, So they're going to be slowly filling this shed with all of these glowing lanterns. And so it's kind of like a, I would say it's like maybe a ghostly portrait of a home. It's really kind of connecting to the idea of memory and how we kind of think about a place through objects um, and how, you know, the sense of home can be quite tenuous and maybe kind of shimmer in and out of reality, especially if you're thinking about it as something that you a place you used to live, a place you used to have connections to. Um, it can be kind of a beacon to you in your life. So they're really kind of thinking about all of these types of, of things. Um, but as I said, the shed will fill over the course of the exhibition with more and more lanterns. And then at the end of the exhibition, we're actually going to be giving away all of the lanterns to people who show up to sort of a final event. So the lanterns will then kind of be redispersed back into Calgary um, in a kind of a cloud of lanterns, which I think is really beautiful and poetic. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that one as well. It would almost be uh, interesting to see where those lanterns end up somehow if there were like a follow-on social media. Yeah, yeah totally. Not to not to turn myself into the, the director of things here. No, I mean, <laughs> tag us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> very cool. And uh, I noticed that the the calendar is is chock full of events are are there any um you'd like to touch on here or or let people know about i mean definitely um 
check our website, keep, keep on top of things. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff over the next few months. We have a, an exhibition tour with Juan Ortiz Epqui for families in all ages um, the day after the opening. So sat, if you're looking for something to do on Saturday, um, that would be a great thing to come out and do. Um, I believe we also have uh, a little bit of space in our youth workshop on February 3rd, but we're going to be doing a lot of hands-on. There'll be a few lantern-making workshops uh, with Rhonda and Trevor um, through the course of the exhibition. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, tours that'll be happening throughout the show, but definitely check our website, eskerfoundation.com to, you know, sign up, see all the dates for all those things and yeah, choose some things to come out to. Very fun. And even down on the street in the, the project space, of course, you guys are all the way up on the fourth floor, but down at the street level, you've got the, uh, the window space and mm-hmm. it looks like we've got some ceramic kitchen kitchen yeah. <laughs> objects or scenes going on? Yeah, there's definitely a nice connection down in the project space. We have uh, Angeline Simon. There's an exhibition up until February 4th. She's really thinking about her family's diasporic experience through food. So she's made these really beautiful ceramic sculptures of food um, that connect to uh, her Chinese Malaysian heritage. So it's very colorful, beautiful, you know, something great to see on the street during these cold days. Um, and then Very February 12th, we'll be putting a new show by Wei Li, um, who is a painter, um, but has a background actually in video game graphics development. And so she's made these really amazing digital images, which kind of combine the human body with um, kind of bottles and containers. And I won't say any more, but it's very unsettling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will definitely be many double takes on the sidewalk. Yes. <laughs> For sure. So keep your eyes open for that as well. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for for sharing what's going on at uh, Esker Foundation. Look forward to to checking it out. Yeah, come on down. Oh, once thanks, Shauna. Uh, once again, I've been speaking with Shauna Thompson, curator with the Esker Foundation. You can check out more about what's going on and the exhibitions launching tomorrow at the uh, launch event from uh, six to nine p.m. at eskerfoundation.com. <laughs>